This is Andrew. And we're here uh, trying to kick yeah. this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> For the 500th time. But what are you going to do? Pretty much what it is is Andrew and I grew up together, went to high school together, you know. Boo. Went to record stores and shit. Oh, dude, you, you're, you're dumbing down the awesomeness of the record store thing. I I am. You're you, right. You, you really are, dude. We, okay. We, we, well, dude, well, we lived in those. We lived in those stores, dude. We lived okay. in them. Those two, especially. Yeah. And then it was wherever you went. Ooh, there's a record store. Yeah. But yeah. dude, we spent an entire summer where you would get out of summer school. Mm-hmm. At an obscene hour of the morning, and just knock on my door, <laughs> knock on my door. Yep. And it was basically, all right, yo, give me a minute, let me take a shower. I would take a shower. What do you want to do today? I don't know. You got any money? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> want to go to slip? <laughs> sure. So what was that? what was that? A, t- a two mile walk? Oh, well, you, at yeah. least two to three miles. Two to three miles, we would walk there in the middle of the summer in the blazing <laughs> in the blazing heat, with no money, to stare at records, literally records, at tapes, because CD was just coming into it. Yeah. And we would go in there. You couldn't buy. And there was v- no DVDs. VHS. No, they had VHSs, dude. Because you know they had you VHS. Hard and heavy made. Yes, I do. I almost have all of them. I'm, I'm missing a couple, but I am, I am always on the prowl. <laughs> and I still have Decline of Western Civilization on VHS. Yeah, that's and, definitely a good one. Yeah, dude. This, I have some scary ones. Twelve Wasted Years. Dude, I still have that oh, on VHS oh. in the white box. Oh! Oh. Yeah, all right. Let's 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 uh, keep keep on topic because that'll just go on forever. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so hell, thirty something years later, I'm in South Carolina. You're in California. Yeah, it's hot. I, yeah, it's it's warm here too. It's, it's getting into the mid eighties here. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. All right. It, it, it Global warming. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> but. I mean, this pretty much started off as, you know, bi-weekly, would it be bi-weekly? Yeah. Phone calls where we would just call up and piss about what's going on. <laughs> what movies we watch, what we haven't watched, what sucks, what doesn't suck. 
Did you did you hear that this was coming out, or did you hear that this guy's supposed to play this? <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> did you hear the remake of that? Oh, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that and shove it up your ass. <laughs> and, dude, you know what? I, I, I'm slightly embracing the remake, only slightly for reasons like it. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a great book. The 90s version would, you know, Tim Curry was obviously excellent. You know, it, it wasn't perfect. It was, right. you know, in many aspects, pretty bad. But it was awesome at the same time. He will always be Pennywise, and you always kind of associate with that. You know, and again, that was VHS, came in the friggin' 2VHS set. And what was that? Was that on for two nights back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, it was on Okay, so it was, it was the miniseries. You were excited about it. And it was the best you were going to get. Exactly. Right. You know, so now they release the new It, and then you get a lot of haters that are like, oh, this fucking sucks. The Tim Curry version is better. And it's just like, dude, look, I get it. I'm with you. I have feelings for that. Yeah. But I also like this story enough where I would rather them do a, de- a relatively decent remake then have it slip into obscurity, and the only version I can ever watch is the Tim Curry version. Right. So it's nice to be able to have another one, because you know what you do. I know what I did. I saw the new one in the movie, and the second I came home, I put the Tim Curry one on TV. Exactly. That's what you do. So, right. it, you know, it it can be done nicely, but, you mm-hmm. know, the whole remake thing, we, we, we'll save that for another phone call. <laughs> yeah. Then somewhere down the line, we just decided that these phone conversations were too were too, were too funny to not record. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, what did, what did you liken us to, Henry? What was it? Henry was, Hill and Red Foreman. No, it was, it was, <laughs> not it was Henry Red Hill. Foreman and 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 Hank Hill. Hank Hill. <laughs> Hank, Hank Hill, Hill. That's what it was. Hank Hill or Red Foreman or, uh, yeah. Or Ron Swanson and and Red Foreman just getting together and pissing and moaning. That that, that was pretty much what what it was. Henry Hill. Did I? I must have must have had Goodfellas on the brain today or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Henry, you mumbling, stuttering prick, you. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your shine box. <laughs> But, but yeah, I mean, and our conversations always tended to be a little formulaic, you know, what have you been watching, what have you been listening to, you know. Yeah, but you know what, it's not like that just happened, sorry. It's not like that just happened. We've been doing that since the day. Yo, I just heard this. I just said, yo, did you hear this? Did you hear this one's coming out with this? It's been the It's been the same conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So, I mean, a little bit. I guess the best way to get to know us is to well, figure out what we've been watching. Yeah, and and what we're into. We've, you know, we we've, we've had this conversation before. That's how you get to know somebody. Is you look at the shit that they're into. Their videos, their music, whatever books well, that, or magazines yeah. they got laying around. You know, you 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 get a feel for what people are into. So. We're going to try to give it to everybody, you know, a little preview before, you know, they decide they want to get into bed with us and then, you know, end up in a 
you know, a well looking for lotion to put on. <laughs> put the lotion on it, good. Or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. so you know that being said, okay. Well, what what have you been watching? Oh well, or listen, yeah. What have you been watching? Or better yet, it, not what have you been watching? Because I don't give a shit what you've been watching on Netflix or Hulu, because that's ultra disposable. We we all right. do that. It's it, it's brain shit. Once it's over, you're like, nah, all right, that was all right. Yeah, there's no level of commitment there. Exactly. <laughs> You know, there's no uh, there's no soft spot in your chest for that. So what I'm gonna the question I'm gonna put to you is what movies, whether they be DVD or Blu-ray or or VHS, I don't you know I don't really give a shit mm-hmm. that are inevitably sitting around your TV that you mm-hmm. have yet to put <laughs> you have yet to put back where that where it belongs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, and I've had, I've had quite a few this weekend, but. Well, you know, le- last week was my birthday, so... Well, um, I, I wished you happy birthday, but happy birthday again. Yeah, I appreciate you that. Old, you old bastard. <laughs> oh, ba- bastard. Oh, bastard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we uh, went out the other day and just picked up, went to Best Buy, mm-hmm. and uh, just looked around to see what they had, and damn it, I mean, the internet and... and Everything else, like everything, you know, it is kind of destroying, you know, what we grew up with. Like we said, going to the record store, going to, you know, even Tower Records when it was up, you know. Oh, I miss Tower Records. Oh man, or or what was that? That one that was around the corner from there that had all the laser discs. Uh, Laserland. I mean, that place is like. You just yourself, my friend. Oh, I do. And my this player still works, damn it. And one day I will break out my copy of Spider Baby and watch it. But we stopped by Best Buy and uh, I picked up uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Coming from the guy who does not like clowns. Yes, but Killer Clowns is kind of different. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, well, dude, I mean, I grew up with a fear of dolls, and I watched Child's Play four weeks in a row when it came out in the theater. So yeah, I think it's uh, safe to say that you got over the the fear of uh, dolls. Yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, I mean, of course, I have two daughters now too, so that <laughs> either I deal with it, dude, or or you I look know. like a putz. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, can you brush your hair? Hell no. Get no! I don't know. She blinked at me. <laughs> <laughs> but I really realized that this time around, the music for Killer Clowns is freaking off. Like, the soundtrack is really good. Is Oh, all right. Are we talking a soundtrack, like, specific songs, or are we talking the score? Well, the score. Well, they're all. I think they're. They might all be done by the same person. But no, like, but I'm saying, it was it like songs that ever got. You know, was it a band playing this? No, or? no, no. It, it, it was. It, it was it, for the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The original score. You know, it, it's you know part circus calliope type of, but then also like distorted guitar. You know. Oh, so it's like awesomely creeptastic. That's. Yeah. Yeah, that know. works. Yeah. So. That that was, and that's just a classic. But I picked up uh, 
a collection of Mel Brooks movies. A collection of Mel Brooks movies. Yeah, on on Blu-ray, it's a nine. Yeah, nine nine movies on here. Uh, Silver Chair, Blazing Saddles, Silent Movie, A History of the World Part One. That's yeah, a, that movie is bananas. <laughs> yeah. That's a bananas Robin, movie. Yeah. Robin Hood. But um, I watched two of these uh, specifically. Um, Young Frankenstein. Well, and, I mean, that's probably the epitome of Mel Brooks movies. Yeah. And the, today we're recording this. It's, uh, it's May 4th. So, of course, it's Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. So I watched Baseball. Oh, well, you're automatically getting my vote for that. I saw that in the movie theater. Did you? Yes, I did. Uh, I had no idea what I was going to see. You know how it is when you're a kid. You're like, oh, we're going to the movies. All right, what am I watching now? Mm-hmm. And it was just, that movie is priceless. Yeah. We ain't found shit. <laughs> Comb the desert. Yeah. Uh I miss John Candy, I'll tell you that, man. Oh, yeah. He he was really good. Yep, he was really good, that dude. Yeah, there's very few things he's done that, that I What, don't... that weren't good? I, yeah, I can't really think yeah, of Yeah, I, I can't think of anything. So what, are you, what have you been watching? Well, the inevitable that needs to leave my TV stand, um... <laughs> you know, you know me, you know me in the, the classic, the black and whites. Yes. Um... I have The Invisible Man sitting over there. Ooh. Yeah, dude. That movie is from 1933? 32? 33? Okay. I think it's 33. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, you ever really look at that movie? And I know you have, because I, I know that you're into that movie. Dude, the special effects in that movie for that time... Were ridiculous. Friggin' ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's you know, that I, one shot where, where she sneaks into that room... Where he's eating. And he's only got half a face. He's got half a face and pulls up the napkin. Dude. Dude, that thing is freaky. (laughs) (laughs) And then, dude, right after that, he's got the clothes dancing around the room. Dude, that movie is insane, and Claude Rains is awesome. Yeah. He is, dude, he is legitimately frightening, and you don't even see him. Yeah, and I'm talking not even the scene where he like where he has clothes or he has bandages or whatnot. He is literally just implied in the yeah. scene, and all you're doing is listening to him speak. Yeah, dude, creeps. And I've seen that movie a million fucking times. Yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, I, it's like I can't get enough of that movie, dude. I need to find a cool Invisible Man T-shirt. Oh. But you know, you know how things spiral. So then. I watched The Invisible Man, and then I was just like, well, if I'm going to do that one, I'm going to have to do Phantom of the Opera, too. (laughs) No. No, didn't do that one. I had to do Phantom of the Opera, too. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, and that's like, I I don't know, easily ten years later, he's, uh, you know, you could tell he looks older. Same amount of creep. You know, I mean, he just delivers. I mean, you know, it's not as epic as the Lon Chaney one, but right. you know, in the grand scheme of things for the time, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was it was still pretty impressive, man. I just uh, I dig those quite a bit. Yeah, I still have my VHS copies of both of those, so that's you know, 
that should probably tell you something. With the old Universal Monsters collection preview commercials in the beginning of them, and they had yeah. the little books inside the inside the, the tapes. You remember that shit? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's definitely good stuff. You have anything else going on? Um. I mean, I got some. Uh, I, got, I had the Friday box set out, obviously, because we had a a thirteenth right in April. Yeah, you know, obvi- and you know, I couldn't do the uh, I couldn't do it justice and do the uh, the full marathon. No. Although, even when they run the marathon on TV, if they do it for Friday the thirteenth, or if they do it for Halloween, I like it when they do it for Halloween because they always just run Halloween as the marathon. It's just like, all right, how many times am I going to see this goddamn movie? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's, you know, it'll be like thirty days of Halloween. Well, all right, there's not thirty Halloween movies, so you want to, you know, give me something else? <laughs> yep. So I just did, um, three, four. And six, okay. which, in my opinion, are probably, I'm going to say they're the best ones. Mm-hmm. They're also probably my favorite ones. You know, uh, clearly people are going to call me some kind of heretic because I'm not going one or two, which are awesome in their own right. But, you know, quintessential Jason is not in those. Right. So, I don't know. Those are almost kind of in a, in a you know, they're almost kind of off by themselves a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, everything after 6 up until the remake is slightly questionable at best. But I don't want to... I'm not going to go into this because this is a... You know how this is, dude. We could be on the phone for three fucking hours having this conversation. So why don't you... uh, <laughs> why don't you Why don't you stop me before this gets out of hand and uh, Okay, yeah. Tell me what else you got there. <laughs> yeah, um, I had uh, hung out today with Killian and we watched uh, Shaun of the Dead. All right, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Especially um, this past uh, last month, we went to uh, South Carolina SC Comic Con over here. Oh, right, Kill- you were telling me about that. Yeah, and Killian did. Uh, the cosplay as Sean, and it, it was it was pretty darn fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I saw the I saw the picture. Yeah, you know he had a brown uh, shoe polish for a goatee, and we put ketchup all over his shirt and tie and everything. The only thing we couldn't find was a cricket bat because we live in America. Right. But fortunately, I had a a cutting board with a wooden cutting board. So he used that and walked around. But yeah, pe- people really dug that. That was really cool. Well, dude, uh, it's also kind of cool when you see a little kid yeah. rolling around and something like that. Yeah. And that and was then his when you, idea. And when you, dude, yeah, exactly. When you realize that, that that was their idea and they wanted to do that, that makes it a little cooler. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was like, can we watch it? Can we watch it? I said, yeah, sure. Come on. You know, well, dude, some... I like that movie, and I'm not a zombie dude. You know that. No, but you're I, not I, a I'm not a zombie dude, but I I thought that movie was pretty damn funny. Did you Did you catch uh, Hot Fuzz? Yeah. I actually liked Hot Fuzz better. Me too. Me too. And I am a zombie fan, but yeah, I did like Hot Fuzz better. I, I liked it. It was you know kind of like your your take on like something like The Wicker Man. You know small town weird you know folksy type of thing but then it was the buddy 
you know, the buddy cop movie. The buddy cop movie, yeah. And, did, and was it was it Timothy Dalton in that? <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, okay. So Timothy that's the Dalton. end of that. That's the end of that conversation. It was, it was Timothy Dalton. Yeah, and I remember I saw that in the theater, and uh, because I was a fan of Shaun of the Dead, and so I'm like, oh, cool, you know, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are doing a, a buddy cop movie. And that's what I thought it was, just a take on a buddy cop movie. So Michelle and I went to see it, and all of a sudden, it, you know, it turns into a slasher film. I'm like, what the hell is this? Bonus. I mean, I mean, yeah, I was like, holy shit, you know. That's like getting an onion ring in your thing of fries, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is always the treat. You're like, oh, I got a fucking onion ring. I feel special. I'm going to harden my arteries just a little more with this friggin' onion ring. Yay. Yeah, that was, that, that was today's view and pleasure. And then was what? Oh, was Sean, was just Sean Sean of the Dead Dead. or you did something else? No, I did Sean of the Dead. And I said, you know, we did Young Frankenstein also before that. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and then I've got one more, which I, uh, I'd like to call the, a what pick because you're looking what? All right, and, yeah, I'm I'm looking I'm I'm curious as to what the a what pick is. Yeah, and I don't know if I've ever even talked to you about this ever. Oh, this would um, be good. You might have said I don't know. Yeah, I got Six String Samurai. In 1957, the bomb dropped. Las Vegas became the last free state. Elvis was crowned king. But his only heir has died. Now, Vegas needs a new king. And one guitar-picking, sword-swinging wanderer... We don't get too many new guys around here. ...is fighting for the throne. A lot of king wannabes on their way to Vegas. And one lone orphan is along for the ride. If you scratch my guitar... Follow the yellow brick road, homie. Neither armies. Nor bowlers. Nice tuxedo. To die. Nor death himself. Don't let the four eyes reach Vegas alive. Will keep them from their quest. I gotta get a new gig. Slice me off a thigh, honey bunch. Six Green Samurai is wildly original and highly entertaining. Five stars. Don't touch my guitar, man. Don't even touch my guitar. They called him the Six String Samurai, and he became a legend. Jeffrey Falcon, Justin McGuire, Six String Samurai. This is uh, directed by Lance Mungia. He did the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He did the third um, Crow movie. Oh, yeah, Oscar-worthy. Yes, yes. That was the uh, Edward Furlong one, I believe. Oh. But, but, yeah, don't judge this movie based on that movie. Because this movie I actually like. Um, it takes place in, I think, around 1959, 1960, around that area. That's, when, it, the, that's when it's supposed to take place? Right, but okay. it's a post-apocalyptic America. In 1960. Right. Okay, I'm listening. So, so what happened was the Russians dropped the bomb on America, 
everything is laid waste except for Las Vegas, okay? Uh-huh. Elvis happened to be in Vegas, so he became the king of America. Oh, okay, well, this is just getting more awesome by the fucking second. Okay, now, he dies before this movie even takes place, okay? So Elvis okay. dies, so Vegas needs a new king, okay? I'm listening. So, all these guitar players are trying to make their way to Vegas to take the crown. But they're running around killing each other to do it, okay? The main character is this Buddy Holly type. I think he's supposed to actually be Buddy Holly. So he walks around with this hollow body guitar with a samurai sword taped to the back. And he walks through the desert and chops people up. Okay. But it's <laughs> it has a lot of aspects of like Wizard of Oz in it. It's a post-apocalyptic Wizard of Oz with rockabilly music in it. Okay, so that, what is it? It's it's like a samurai version of... It's a samurai version of Return to Oz with a rockabilly soundtrack. Okay. I'm in. I'm okay. into that right now. Okay. Yep, I could do that. Now, mind you, it, it is very budge, but the action sequences are, are really cool. Um, the soundtrack is mainly is done by the Red Elvises. Okay. Have you ever heard of them? I have heard of them. Okay, yeah. Russian Russian surfer goes. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And Brian Tyler who did the music for Bubba Hotep. Which That's is, not really surprising. Yeah. So it's Brian Tyler who did the music for Bubba Hotep and the Red Elvises comprised the entire soundtrack of this movie. Okay, so, so even though I have never heard that before, just in theory, that makes me want to see it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, that that is a good one. I definitely recommend that. Speaking of Bubba Hotep, mm-hmm. so not only is Bruce Campbell not going to play Ash anymore, Yeah. which uh, I, I, I don't even... Know how I want? Uh, I don't even know how I feel about that. But now I hear he's not going to play Elvis anymore either. Mm-hmm. So Bubba Hotep Two is completely off the table. Right. That makes me sad. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I will yeah. raise my glass to. That's sad, dude. Hotep. I saw Bubba yeah, Hotep yeah. in the movie in the theater, dude. <laughs> At the Angelica, man. I saw that movie there. Dude. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I remember that phone call. I, I was living in Tennessee at the time. And you're like, dude, <laughs> you need to see, see this. Bubba Hotel. I'm like, what in the world is that? <laughs> and then I ran out and I bought the book. I, I, I bought the book, Joe Lansdale's book, and it was a combination of the the novella and then the screenplay. In oh, one. that's nice. So I was like, oh, so I, I looked at that and I'm like, oh, I'm definitely in. And then realized that it was directed by Don Coscarelli and said, oh, I'm definitely being a, you know, a Phantasm fan that I am. You're a fucking nerd, bro. So, yeah, I am. You really are, dude. Yeah. I don't, and, and dude, I beat myself up because I'm friggin' bad and I'm constantly watching things, <laughs> trying to figure out who everybody, like, you know, six degrees to anybody. Mm-hmm. trying to remember who I saw in what. But you do that, 
And then you know the directors and the fucking screenwriters, too. You're a fucking nerd. <laughs> you have, like, surpassed... Like, I, I, sometimes I don't even know what to do with you. I'm just like, dude, like, how do you even remember that? Like, I watch the credits, and I see it, and then half of it I tune out. And you remember all of it. Like, do you remember, who's, do you remember the gaffer on that movie, too? You <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> who was fo- who was food services on that movie? <laughs> the fucking hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> uh, dude. That uh, being I, said, oh, what? Go ahead. That Tell being me. Said, yeah, shameless plug. Um, you need to get uh mixtape massacre and play that game. Oh, the 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 board game. Yes. Yeah, dude, I see. I've been seeing a lot of hype around that shit lately. They are not sponsors of us, but they should be. But anyhow, but no, dude. Oh my god, dude! Like, I bought Mil- that dude. William H Macy needed to fucking deliver that fucking plug. Shameless, <laughs> shameless. <laughs> my god. Oh. I, I don't even know you right now, dude. That was just blatant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, seriously. Yeah, I mean, it it was about I think it was like fifty nine dollars, but I had a promo code. Uh huh. So I had used the promo code and got like ten dollars off of it, so it was like forty nine and change. Uh yes, I I did complete high school math. Thank you. Hi, okay. Hi, <laughs> douchebag. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but yeah, man, real fun. I mean, you you're, you play one of I don't know whether nine or ten uh, different horror type characters, uh-huh. and you go around this town, and it's kind of like Clue, where you go to different places, and if you kill a person, you get a souvenir from there. And there's shortcuts to like the other side of town, and it it's really cool. Real, cool. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm into it. And yeah. I, I, dude, honestly, for a decent board game at this at this time, that's not really uh, that's not breaking the bank. No, no, that's a decent price for a real for a real board game. Yep. Dude, I don't even remember the last time I played a good one. I think it might have been Star Wars Monopoly. Oh, I remember. I'm sure you do, because I kicked yeah, all your asses. Because yeah. you bought, you bought Coruscant. I like creamed you guys like three, three games in a row. And <laughs> I always think that, it's the only thing that makes Monopoly like worth anything. I dude, I agree. I can't play Monopoly. Oh. that was it. I had I had a moment of clarity. <clears throat> I was like, oh, I understand this fucking game now because it's boring as fuck normally. <laughs> yep. Jesus, that's crazy, dude. Uh, Yo, you want to hear something funny? You know what else I got uh, sitting next to my TV? What's that? <laughs> you and I saw this in the movie theater in 1990. 90. 1990. Warlock? No. Not Warlock. Okay, hold on. Ford Family? Yes, sir. <laughs> The Adventures of Friggin' Ford Fairlane, dude. Oh, yes, I own it. I own it on multiple, multiple media, dude. Oh, that's. I awesome. have a VHS, 
and I have a DVD, and from what I understand, I got the good DVD because there's another version where there's like alternate scenes and they cut out things and it's friggin' Really? Yeah, dude. Like you can tell apparently you can tell I not you know, I didn't fucking know. I just thought I was like, Oh, Ford Fairlone on D V D. Gotta have that. Mm-hmm. If alright, and I could be wrong because I have never encountered the other Ford Fairlane. But if your Ford Fairlane DVD is 144 minutes, mm-hmm. that is the correct one, to my understanding. Wow. Yes. Dude, this movie, to me, is just as hilarious as it was the day that we saw it in the movie theater. That's Dice at his prime. He was friggin' so good. He does not get enough credit now at all. No. Dude, he doesn't. His show was hysterical. I don't know why they took it off. Probably because everybody's a dick and they don't know who he is and they want to watch something dumb like Louis Sexual Molester or whatever that fucking clown's name is. <laughs> who's not funny at all. I tried yeah. to watch his stand-up. I took it off. I just don't give a shit. <clears throat> Dice is funnier now that now that he's not so... Like, dude, what he was doing in the 80s was great. It was yeah. awesome. But yeah. when you look at it now, you're just like... Okay, if I wasn't there at the time, mm-hmm. this would not be as funny as I remembered it. Right. But I've seen him with his current material a couple of times. Yeah. Dude, he is way funnier now than he was in the 80s. He is... Oh, is, really? He's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's oh, excellent. That is good to hear. Yeah, he. the last stand-up I saw, Undisputable, I think it is, Mm-hmm. Dude, it's it's like all the old material where he's breaking on things, but he's moved it into current times, and it's dude, he's just he's just good, dude. And I'm and I'm glad that he's been able to make that transition because mm-hmm. he got fucked, dude. Yeah, he got fucked when everything changed over and. You know, MTV was dead, and the, you know, I hate, I'm going to say it, you know, the, because uh, he was big in the, you know, what idiots are going to call the hair metal era. Yeah. And you you know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. He was big at that whole time, you know what I mean? Like, he was, like, dude, when Guns N' Roses did their first show reuniting at the Troubadour, Dice was mm-hmm. there with them. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it was like, when that era went away, he kind of got fucked. And then he couldn't get back in. Mm -hmm. And then somehow he came back, and now he's doing comedy again, dude. And I'm telling you, he's better than he ever was. Yeah. Dude, that movie is priceless forever. And I think one one thing that really, where he he did kind of get screwed too, is, you know, he had so much shit coming down on him in the, you know, the 90, you know, the early 90s, you know, stuff like that. With, yeah, he was like the know, poster boy to fuck with. And he pretty much got driven out. And then right after that, like, the the Fairly Brothers movies and shit started coming in. So Crude became in again. But by that time, Dice had already been beat and kicked to the curb. You know, people were going to the movies and watching crude shit, 
But the stand-up... No, you couldn't handle it. Right. I, I I didn't get it. It was like, okay, you can you can... You can have, you know, semen jokes in the movie theater, but this guy talking, you know, talking about BJs and stuff, that's too much to handle? Well, dude, of course it is. You just kind of answered your own question. Mm-hmm. How you get... Nobody wants to hear anybody telling them the truth. No, how... You know what I mean? Think about what all the great comedians do. You know what I mean? Like, I'll go to my favorite right away, George Carlin. Mm-hmm. All the shit that he ever said... Was it untrue? Right. No. It was totally correct. Mm-hmm. And you laugh at it. Dice would just say a bunch of fucked up shit that you didn't want to deal with. So, of course, you're going to demonize them. Mm-hmm. But, dude, that movie is friggin' hysterical. The cast is great. Dude, Robert England is in it in, like, an S&M <laughs> fucking freak. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hello. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking... Ju- what is it? Priscilla Presley? Mm-hmm. And Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton, yeah. Um, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried, Pamela... Pamela... Pamela uh, uh, Siegel. Pamela... A- 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 Pamela Adlin. Yeah, Do- uh, yeah, Dolores Rebchuk. She's in it. Yep. <laughs> um, I just want you to know that some guys call me Woodchuck or Upchuck. But I, f- <laughs> I prefer Dolores. Got it? Oh. Anyway, yeah, she's in it. Um, Lauren Holly, right? Isn't that who? Isn't that yes. Jazz? Yep. Don't and me then... Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> we just needed to be helped, but you got the bonus plan. Got the bonus plan. And I'm having a. Uh, what am I having day. A... Oh my god, dude! Uh, Al Bundy. Yeah, booty time, time, booty time, across the USA. Come on, man. You can't beat that. And the whole thing with the fucking koala. Dude, that's a fucking great movie. Mm-hmm. Just the scene alone where he, after he makes the deal with Gilbert Gottfried and he's running across the street. Money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Dude, that's great shit. I, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sick of the, the bashing, man. Like, Bro, that guy is great. He was playing out here in Long Beach, and I, I couldn't make it that weekend, and I, oh, I've been beating myself up. But I've seen him a couple of times, you know, in the past couple of years, dude, and he is, uh, dude, he's better than he was. He's, he's, he's quite good. Dude, I saw him at Coney Island. Really? Yeah, dude. At Well, at the time, it was, I don't know, I don't even remember. Was it Cyclone Stadium or MPU or MCU? MCU Park. I think that's what it was. Stand, he's standing on a baseball field in Brooklyn while the cyclone is rolling around over my friggin' head and I'm watching friggin' dice be dice in Brooklyn. That was a treat, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, after that, I got I got one more, dude. I don't, I don't know if you want to tackle this right now. I don't know if you can handle it. All right, dude. <coughs> Are you sure you're ready for this? Oh yeah, what do we got? You sure? I I guess. You took some vitamins today. You ready? You ready to handle this one? You ate your Wheaties. Uh-huh. I'm guessing. All right, man. I have Kissology. Oh. Volume two. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the TV. Now I'm not gonna go into the whole DVD set, but on this DVD is 
I'd like to say it's Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, but that is not the case. It is Kiss Attack of the Phantom. I don't know if it's Phantom or Phantom's plural. That doesn't really matter. Right. Now, this is the alternate version, dude, which I remember coming across and texting you like a fucking 12-year-old, 12-year-old freak as I was watching it. Mm. Okay, so now we all know. Now, this is what this is. This is the theatrical version, which is just bizarre coming out of my mouth at all. Theatrical version. Yes, this is the theatrical version, which was apparently released in movie theaters. Really? Over, yes, in movie theaters overseas. And I'm going to use overseas lightly because I don't fucking remember exactly what they said, but the details aren't important. But clearly, this was a TV movie for us. We've got to get out of here. I don't believe it! Yes, you can believe it. And now on NBC Saturday Night at the Movies, Kiss meets the Phantom. Yes, I remember. Now, the reason why my memory as a young, young kid is good is because I had two older brothers, so... And your mom, think, your mom gave you milk? I think that helped me, you know... Uh, I had them coaching me through my pop culture upbringing. If, you know. Oh, clearly Lord Van Halen. So, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I do remember... What what was, what That's was 1978, it? dude. Eight, yeah. So yeah. I would have been about four. But I remember my brother having his friends over and us sitting around the TV in the living room watching Kiss Meets the Fan of the Park. And then I remember it was like the only time I had ever seen it. And then back in, what was it, 89 or 90, they had released it on VHS. Uh-huh. And I had bought it at Sam Goody. In Green Acres Mall, and okay, that, yeah, and that one that was like produced or put out, distributed or something by like Hanna Barbera, wasn't it? It is Hanna Barbera, it's dude. There, it's it in the credits, dude. Do music. In That's the what it. Yes, but dude, this is part of the thing that I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Is this? It's the fucking Scooby Doo music. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and numerous other things, yeah. but okay. You bought it 1990 in Sam Goody in Green Acres Mall. Yeah. Do you remember the second time that you were present to buy this movie on VHS? Also 1990. Did you buy it? I bought it in Green Acres Mall... Mm-hmm. In Tape World. Oh, yeah. In Tape World. Now I'm going to tell you the I'm going to tell you the rest of this story, and then you're going to remember this. My dad 
gave us a ride mm -hmm. to Green Acres Mall in okay. that piece of shit stick shift gray fucking car. I it was a Jesus, I don't remember what it was. It was a Plymouth something, but like he drove us to Green to Green Acres Mall and he got into a fight with some dude in the parking lot over a parking spot. Mm -hmm. And you know how these assholes are. I'm not moving. You're not moving. It's like the Seinfeld episode. Dude, he told us to get out of the car and mm -hmm. go get whatever it was we were going to go get. <laughs> you and I walked into Green Acres to Tape World, bought Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park on VHS, and came back to the car, and they were still fighting over the fucking <laughs> I do. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was a memory jack. Right? That is some crazy shit. <laughs> That's what happened to Not only that, dude, that VHS copy of that movie, I still have. Oh, see? I have that copy and another VHS copy that I bought at Kim's Underground Video on St. Mark's Place in probably 1998, 99 wow. maybe. I saw it out of the corner of my eye and I was like, but I already have this, but eh, can't have <laughs> can't so, have enough of these. So, so you're like a lunatic, like with, uh, what the hell is that book that the, all the lunatics buy? Um, shit. I don't know, but I'm finding it's offensive. Uh, oh, well, He's saying these things about me. It's offensive. <laughs> Everything is uh, offensive. Catcher in the Rye. So, so Kiss Meets the Phantom in the Park is like your Catcher in the Rye. Yes, it is. Kiss Meets the Phantom <laughs> is my Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> if I see it, it's got to happen. Uh, okay. So now, here's the thing. Like, I know that they released it on DVD at one point, you know, but I wasn't in the loop. So I didn't mm -hmm. know that it happened. Now, best case scenario, you can find one on eBay for a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing that No, You know what I mean? I'm, that's not going to happen. No. So, you know, I already had Kissology volume one. Mm -hmm. So eventually I found Kissology version two at a flea market, brand new in the plastic, 20 bucks. Obviously, I'm going to take this. But I didn't really look at it. I was just like, oh, volume two? Fuck it. I'm taking it. Mm -hmm. You know, so then, you know, maybe like a month or so later, I'm looking through everything and I'm looking at the back of it and I'm just like, what? I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? Attack of the Phantom. Well, clearly, there's only one thing that that could possibly be. And I'm like, is this a typo or, or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. I go and I put it on. It's Kiss Meets the Phantom. But it's this theatrical version that we did not see on TV, nor it is the version that we grew up with. Wow. Yes. Now, obviously, I'm not going to sit here like some psycho and tell you every single little difference that goes on in this movie. But there are some pretty serious ones that I'm like, am I even watching the same friggin' movie? Wow. Like, what is <laughs> happening here? Yeah, dude, it gets really weird. So, pardon me, I have my notes so that I don't forget things on this friggin' napkin because it's a fucking moron. <laughs> um, okay, dude, you know in the beginning when 
Chopper and Slime and whatever that chick's D. Yeah. All right, they're starting to fight their way. You know what I mean? Like they're like, "Excuse me," you know. They're not even saying "excuse me." That's me being polite. <laughs> they're like pushing their way through the crowd, trying to get to the line. Right. In the beginning, dude, that scene's not even there. It doesn't even exist. And then, you, you know how they kind of imply. Remember when the rides go fucked up? Yeah. And they they show you know like the I don't even know what to call them the bad guys, Chopper and Slime. Mm-hmm. They show them running out, like, from the control room. Yeah. Implying that it was their fault that the rides were fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't... Never there. Doesn't even happen. The whole scene is cut out. Hmm. You know, now the, and then, you know, dude, there's a lot of editing changes, and sometimes there's, like, scenes rearranged. And then the music throughout the entire movie is different, dude. There is easily... 50% more Kiss song in the movie. Really? Yeah. Like, dude, you know the scene where Gene is fighting the security guards and he busts through the wall? The the clone Gene? Yeah, the clone Gene. Yeah. He busts through the wall and he's friggin' beating the shit out of the security guards. Beating on, uh, uh, shock, uh, what's his head? Brian, uh, James? Yeah, your boy. Yeah, your boy. Yeah. yeah, that whole scene. We need backup. You just now, man. You know what I mean? That whole mm-hmm. scene. Dude, in the version that we watched, it was the Scooby-Doo music. Yeah, that was yeah, that was all Scooby-Doo, yeah. Yeah. In the other version, it's radioactive. That's the yeah. song that's playing in that scene. Oh. That's bizarre. Yeah. I don't know if it's fitting or if it's just friggin' weird. 
you know, and then, you know, this part bothers me because this is, you know, some of the dialogue that makes this movie friggin' what it is that, you know, you quote 25, 30 years later. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, when they come to the pool. Yeah. And there's the, you know, after they have the whole conversation about, you know, Gene was doing something in the park and shit, fucked up shit was happening. And there's the, yeah you know, weird type of person. Wonder who could have done it. And then Paul's like, good question, Catman. What do yeah. you compute, Space Ace? <laughs> Insufficient data at the moment, Starchild. I me, bucko, with a scurvy crew steaming close behind, and I do mean steaming. Gene's clean. A pussycat. Almost. Hi, Curly. Gene's brother was an only child. Easy, Catman. They are serious. And they've got guns. <laughs> Dude, that scene is not even there. That whole scene? The whole scene. That whole clip that I just recited to you is not even in the movie. So the whole Gene's brother was an only child? No. See, that part is still there. Gene's brother was an only child. That whole part is there. They are serious. Easy, Catman. They are serious. They are serious. Easy, Catman. They are serious. They are serious. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, that part's there. But the latter half of that conversation is gone. How are you going to take that out of the movie? That's like some of the best dialogue in the friggin' movie. (laughs) Dude, which is the same thing in the scene where... Dude, you remember the scene where they're all there with (laughs) with the talismans? It's a cosmic force field which protects our talismans. Without them, no powers. We're just ordinary human beings. Not quite ordinary. There are no right hands but ours. Yeah. Yep. Dude, completely cut the scene out of the movie. Really? There are no... Not only did they cut out that, but remember when she's going, oh, what's that humming noise? Mm-hmm. And Ace is like Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> Dude, it's gone. They cut that shit out of the movie. You know, they did some things right, because I'll tell you, because it's, it's filmed a lot better. It looks a lot better. Mm. But then at the same time, you know when they're fighting the weird uh, beastie monkey werewolf guys on the roller coaster? They all lose their heads over you, Paul. That one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That scene. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's the Scooby-Doo music in that scene again. The <laughs> other one, they're playing New York Groove in that scene. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Bananas. Like, Ooh, I'm sitting there watching yeah. it, and I'm so freaking confused... And then, you know what else they freaking cut out, which just really just bothered me to death? Did they cut out the rocket ride joke? Yes, they did. They cut out the freaking rocket ride joke. (laughs) What does he he say? Something like, yo, it's too quiet. Well, why didn't you say so? You love the rocket ride. (laughs) How are you going to cut that out, dude? It's like all the campy stupidity... That you remember, that's important, yep. you're cutting out. Yep. You know, and then, dude, the same thing when they're fighting the, uh, you know, fake kiss mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. It's Scooby-Doo music again. Right. But then in the other version, it's hooked on rock and roll that they're playing while that's happening. You know, so there's a lot more kiss music, which I obviously don't have a problem with. 
but it was just it was a just very strange transitions and weird editing there's a dude there's a bunch of other things like scenes that were in one place that kind of got moved around and like the continuity is very strange dude a lot of weirdness in that movie dude you could definitely watch that one online so if you feel like you wanted this you want to uh watch the alternate version which again admittedly is much easier to look at it's there dude you should definitely it's it's very strange dude but it was i still think i kind of like the other the original version better even with the stupid scooby-doo music right yeah Either I mean, Terry, man. they are serious. <laughs> if it, yeah, if you're gonna go, I mean, shit. If you're gonna have a movie about kids saving freaking Magic Mountain or whatever the hell they are, yeah, it was Magic Mountain from you know, animatronic. a mad scientist. You know, Anthony Derby is a mad scientist with his animatronic. You know. So you are the demon, hmm? Huh? <laughs> yeah, kiss with their talisman. And I mean, if you're gonna do that, dude, you gotta go balls to the wall, fucking bonkers. Yeah, full you on. Gotta, yeah, you never, <laughs> you never go full retard. <laughs> but, dude, yeah, it's dude. it's so. Yo, oh my god, it's so insane, dude. Dude, I remember watching that movie. In my house, on the silver Panasonic VHS player, where the tape still came out the top, top yeah, with you, the day that we got it at mm-hmm. Tape World, and yeah. you know, dude, at some point in the movie, I can't remember what scene, Fractured Mirror is playing. Wow. Yes. Which, like, dude, like you managed to incorporate solo albums into that movie well that's just fucking genius mm-hmm. oh dude I told you I got I have tickets to see Ace right oh no yes I do a paranormal night with Ace Freely and Alice Cooper wow uh, yeah I don't see how that could possibly be bad no yes that, oh. yes indeed dude right. but yeah well that's my uh I mean, I got some other flicks fucking hanging out over there, but I don't want to bore everybody with my insanity. Uh, no, dude, I think, I mean, we should go out on top of that one. <laughs> on top of the, oh, the uh, the nerdiness yeah. of the, uh, the yeah, Kiss and the Phantoms? I, yeah, I think that one, that one kind of took the cake there, bro. <laughs> In a good way, but... <laughs> In a good way, and they're like, wow, yeah. you are a fucking nerd, and you clearly watched both of them back to back trying to figure out what the fuck went wrong. These are things that keep keeps me up at night. And yeah, I haven't seen that since shit. If you tell me that you haven't seen it it okay. I was gonna say Really, dude, you haven't seen it in that for since then. It had to have been early nineties, dude. That that I haven't seen it. I don't, even know who you, I don't even know who you are anymore. I mean, shit, I remember the whole damn movie still. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Like, on, dude. <laughs> well, you remember much... the whole damn movie because, you know, we didn't watch it like 500 fucking times. <laughs> yep. 
Oh wow, dude, that's an entertaining movie, dude. I can't oh, it even. Is. Uh, it it's really a- is. It's it's a it's a fun movie, and I know, dude. Here's my theory. My theory is mm-hmm. that they released the theatrical version. I, I can't even believe I'm saying that. It just sounds so stupid. They put that out on DVD because it doesn't make them look so stupid. It took the Scooby-Doo element out of the movie. Because I remember reading a bunch of times that they weren't happy about it and it was friggin' stupid. And yeah, it is stupid. But it's awesome at the same friggin' time. Yeah. You know, like, dude, you're going to be embarrassed about Kiss Meets the Phantom. Meanwhile, you're pushing a Kiss coffin. And they are legitimately, legitimately selling an empty pack of guitar strings marketed as Kiss Air Guitar Strip. <laughs> but Kiss Meets the Phantom is that's your that's your breaking point right there. You're selling a package full of air. <laughs> that's like a gumball machine back in the day. You know the one you put the you know, you put fifty cents in and you got that clear plastic cube with like the fake spider ring in it. Mm-hmm. This is the equivalent of that, except there's nothing in it. This is Gene Simmons' air. Yeah. You want Gene Simmons' air? He breathed in this. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. Wow. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. And I guess, is is that what our podcast is? Us fucking talking stupid shit? Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll have topics. You know, sometimes we'll have topics planned out beforehand. Yeah, I think Whether we should it, probably keep the topics, otherwise yeah, or you're else just going to listen to my it. fucking lunacy and Dean trying to fucking reel me in like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, you know, Sigmund Freud. Dude. Hell, this was fun. And we're gonna I would have to agree. <laughs> All right, brother man. Dude, it's been a pleasure. All right, I will talk at you. Keep in touch with yourself. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you.